Let's pray, pray, pray. So glad to be here with you every day. This is the highlight of my broadcast afternoon. Stopping and having a chance just to uh, join with your voice, your heart, and to uh, and to pray. I, I want to pray for a mother. I want to share this uh, email. I was reading it this morning, and I've been praying for her. And I'm sure you might be going through something similar, real division in the family. She says, could you pray for division in our family between our son and us? It involves his girlfriend, and we're asking for prayers that our son reconsiders his decision, which involves him moving in with her. Uh, this is caused to arguments every day. Uh, also asking prayers for my son who's incarcerated and was involved in a car accident that caused him to lose eyesight in one of his eyes. Wow. Uh, he needs prayers and healing for all of his addictions. We have not seen our son in almost three years. Now listen to your program every day and your words and sweet Maggie's voice and bring such peace to our hearts. Even when my prayers are not answered, I feel peace through the Divine Mercy Hour. And I'm sorry. I mean, my heart goes out to this mother who just says, my, my prayers are not being answered. Um, they're not always answered in the time frame in which we want. You know, and I'm, I'm no different than you. I mean, God's, God, God is sometimes so generous and so prompt and so fast, so visible. Other times, man, he feels a long way away, doesn't he? Our, our prayers sometimes ring hollow. At least that's the way it feels. And when it comes to our children, when if you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about, no matter how grown they are, uh, they're always part of you. You carry a piece of them in your heart, you know, wherever you go, whatever the situation is, um, your love is always there for them, regardless of the circumstances of their life, he, even when they're facing consequences, even in situations like this, this poor mother where the child's battling addiction and, and is behind bars. But that really is the incredible power of prayer. And I, I just want to say, uh, and I say it a lot, but I, I do believe it. Prayer is so powerful. It's an unmatched force. And it can cross any distance. It can break any barrier. It can, it can pierce any heart. And it's in those moments of really deep prayer that I think you really know that you're never alone. Um, God loves you unconditionally. Scripture tells us he seeks those who are lost, right? He heals the broken. He frees the captive. And I think there's so many captives chained to their addictions, chained to their sin. I just want you as a mother to know your son loves you. And God hears your prayers. He's like that prodigal son, right? Keep praying. Keep looking on the horizon for him to return. And one day, I think your family, because I know God hears these prayers. God will bring that son home to you. And it's okay to feel hurt. It's okay to feel worried. It's okay uh, to have these feelings. It's okay to wonder why God doesn't hear your prayers. Um, we're going to pray for you now. Uh, we'll pray for healing and liberation for your son from the chains of addiction. So we're, we're, we'll, we'll pray for that son that's incarcerated, and we'll pray for miracles to happen, right, for hearts to change. Um, and maybe you're like this mother. Maybe your situation seems impossible. Maybe you don't feel your prayers are being heard. We'll pray for miracles today. And we'll pray for God's loving grace uh, to really manifest in a special way. Um, my heart goes out to you. And for all these mothers, all these people who struggle like that, and I'm so grateful for everyone who's on hold. I'll do my best to get you on the air today. Maggie is on our social media page. And if you want to go to X, um, formerly Twitter, of course, you can send her a post at Drew Mariani Show. That is at Drew Mariani Show. Facebook is another good place to do that. Just do a search for the Drew Mariani Show. We're on YouTube. We are on 
you know, or streaming it live there, and as well as I, I believe on Facebook. So you can go ahead and leave your prayer intentions uh, there. Go to uh, Relevant Radio's Facebook page or the Drew Mariani Show uh, YouTube page, and we'll get you connected. Maggie, what's coming in for on your anything you want to pray for before we share petitions? You know, I got this tweet not long ago from Joe. He says, "Answered prayers from last week." My grandson, Dom, is improving, and the doctors got his infection under control. He's out of the hospital now and will continue treatments at home. Praise be to God. Amen. I love that. Yeah, Lots of answer prayers coming in. And by the way, thank you. A lot of people have been taking the time to say, ah, Drew, I prayed with you, and here's how the situations are turning out. Or, hey, this is a partial answer prayer. I'm waiting for the rest of it. The tumor's shrunk, but it's not completely gone, or whatever the intention is. Email me, Drew at relevantradio.com, market answered prayer or praise report. I'll share more of those tomorrow. I like to share these answered prayers because it really does show that God's at work. But sometimes we're tested, right? I mean, it's hard. We are tested in our faith and we are meant to persist. This poor mother, you know, my, I think about her. I think about, I want to pray for my own children, your children, for all those right now who need God's mercy. Let's let's turn to our merciful Father and we'll ask today that our prayers. Um, resonate in a special way, and that the Lord really shows himself in a very visible way. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. You expired, Jesus. But the source of life gushed forth for souls, and the ocean of mercy opened up for the whole world. O font of life, unfathomable divine mercy, envelop the whole world and empty yourself out upon us. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and was born of the Virgin, Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Amen. Our first call today comes from Devin, praying with us in California. Hi, Devin. Hello, Drew. Hello, Maggie. Um, My prayer intention today is um, for my marriage. Uh, Me and my wife have been on a break the past couple months and recently found out that she's in a relationship with another man. man, And um, just praying that she snaps out of it and recommit back to her marriage and just leave this man. And I pray that uh, the Lord give me strength, patience, and endurance into these troubling times. Do you have any kids, Devin? Yeah, I have two kids. Oh, man, that's really hard. I'm so sorry, brother. I, I am really, really sorry. That's hard, especially when she gets involved in a in another relationship like that. We're going to pray for you. I'm glad you got through today. Um, you've got a whole spiritual family here, people all over the country and literally around the world who are praying with us. So let's storm heaven. And I believe, 
as I often say, that these are the types of prayers that God hears, right? And the Lord said in Diary Entry 420 to St. Faustina, he says, every soul believing and trusting in my mercy will obtain it. If you believe and you trust in my mercy, you will receive it. He said, souls that make a, a, an appeal to my mercy, they delight me. And to such souls, I grant even more graces than they ask. And Lord, I ask for the grace of re reconciliation, for reunification of this marriage. I pray for the healing of these children. I pray for this man who has been faithful to the sacrament that you have called him to. And I just ask you to hear my humble prayers. I ask you to hear the prayers of all those now united with me. And I pray for all broken relationships, marriages, mar relationships between fathers and sons and mothers and daughters, between siblings, in-laws and friends. I ask for that healing grace to pour forth now as we pray. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. An atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world all right Christ, uh, Christina is in San Bernardino California hi Christina good afternoon Hi, Andrew. Hi, Maggie. I, I want to pray um, for my my toddler. He, uh, my two-year-old. He keeps having fever seizures, and the doctors don't know why. What's causing the fevers? Um, I pray for his recovery, and um, I want to also pray for uh, my extended family. Um, my sister that had a miscarriage that she may heal, and um, my other sister that had a hysterectomy that she may also heal. Okay. We'll lift him up. Christina, hang in there, okay? We'll pray for that beautiful little toddler, that gift God has given to you. We'll certainly pray for um, all these intentions you put forth. Lord, I give you the body with all the maladies, ailments, crosses, troubles, aches, and pains that so many people have right now. And I just, I ask for mercy today. Let healing again, uh, that grace of healing flow. And I pray for all those right now who just need a reprieve, Lord. Uh, and I also pray for the grace that we do not squander this opportunity to suffer because there's a true value and a merit in it. If you're carrying a particular cross and the Lord wants you to carry it a little bit longer, united to that of the Lord on the cross, and allow it to be efficacious and meritorious and powerful. It'll amplify your prayer. So, Lord, uh, we thank you for your mercy. And we pray, Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the world. sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. And 
and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. All right, let us, uh, well, before we go to Jenny, she's in Chicago. Let me go to Maggie. She is here with me. And uh, Maggie, what's coming in? I know people can send you those tweets or those posts now that we call them on, on X, as well as, uh, you know, those YouTube messages. What's coming in? Liz wrote to us on Twitter. She said, Drew and Maggie, I'm asking for prayers for my husband, Tom. He's been at the hospital since February 14th when he fell and fractured his hip. He also has renal problems. He's in constant pain. Jesus, we trust in you. Mm. Jorge wrote to us, we read his intention yesterday to stay safe from severe weather in Indianapolis. Um, he said, I am giving thanks yeah. for not having too bad of weather last night. I also pray for your baby Maggie and Father Rocky and my mom's health from hip, hip injury. Chris wrote to us and said, please pray for financial relief for my daughter and son-in-law. With a new baby on the way, they need divine assistance. Placing trust in Jesus. Thank you. Bev from YouTube says, For all of those who are incarcerated, that they will receive any mental assistance that they need. And all of those who have been wrongfully convicted, Amen. that their time served will be offered up for the souls that God desires. That's a beautiful prayer. It is a beautiful prayer. Joelle says from YouTube, Maggie and Drew, can you please pray for my dad? He's not doing very well. He's in the ICU. They tried to do a cardiac catheterization, and it's mm. more extensive than they thought. And Mary from YouTube says, I pray to the Blessed Mary, Our Lady, please spread the effect of grace and the flame of thy love over all humanity. Amen to that. Isn't that beautiful? Mother of mercy, pray for us. Amen. I love it. All right, let's grab uh Let's grab Jenny in the mix. I do want to pray for the incarcerated. It's another one of those great, we talk about works of mercy, spiritual and corporal. Um, if you can visit or in some way correspond or bring aid to the imprisoned, I think that's something that's often overlooked. And my heart goes out to any man or woman right now who is doing time. You're not alone. If you're listening to us right now, we're praying for you. All right. We're praying for conversion, for healing, for new beginnings. And I hope people will give those who've made mistakes second chances. Jenny in Chicago. Thanks for waiting. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for taking my call. First, I want to just pray in gratitude and thanksgiving for you, Drew, and for Maggie, for all of you there at Mohammed Radio, for Patrick, and for all that you do. Father Simon, that really touches the lives and brings the gospel to so many. I'm calling. I'll be brief um, for a special intention today. I have many intentions, particularly for my mom's health and well-being. I've been in a long, long court battle to protect her. I've called in a few different times, and it's not resolved yet. Okay. So for her well-being, but today I'm really pressed. I am praying and claiming to take her on that pilgrimage to Poland because she's always had such a great devotion to the infant of Prague. And I have a financial matter that um, really needs a miracle intervention by tomorrow just because there's someone who there's resistance I sense from. So for that mm -hmm. and for the holy souls and for all those who are most need of prayer, mm -hmm. I ask your prayers today for this. Jenny, we got you. We're going to join you in prayer, all right? And that God, uh, who is a God of providence, will bless you in ways that you may not expect. And um, I'd like to pray big all the time. I'd like to ask God for the impossible, you know? A lot of people struggling financially right now. A lot of people having difficulty in their circumstances. Uh, 
St. Teresa of Avila once said that you pay God a compliment by asking great things of him. <laughs> I just love that. It's so simple, right? You pay God a great compliment. Ask God big. Ask him for what you want. He is a loving father. He is merciful. It's his greatest attribute. So, Heavenly Father, I bring to you Jenny's intentions, those that Maggie voiced, and all those who now are crying out to you. Please, we beg you, hear our prayers. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world and Maggie, let me go back to you. I know you've got another intention. Just something real quick. Yeah. Miranda just put this in our um, show chat. She said that the missing teen that we prayed for yesterday <laughs> The 16-year-old was yeah, found. See, that's fantastic. It's great news. It's weird. I mean, it's just so crazy how those, and we say it all the time, you know, the, those who are missing are often found very promptly. 16-year-old went missing. Great, great answer prayer. So let's give God thanks for that, as well as those with vital organ issues and a whole litany of other issues. So, uh, Lord, we give you thanks for these answer prayers. We ask for continued uh, answers. And Alicia is up next. Uh, Alicia is joining us from Texas down in the Austin area. Hi, Alicia. Hi, Drew. I wanted to pray for my brother-in-law. They removed a tumor from him today, and I'm asking for complete healing. Okay. I'm also asking for a prayer of Thanksgiving. Tomorrow is my mom's 94th birthday. Oh, wow. That's great. Definitely. And then I wanted to pray for my family. We're having a um, problem discussing the selling of my mom's property and finding her a different place. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's a difficult decision to make. Uh, yeah, we're asking for help on that. certainly is. Let's pray for peace. All right. We'll pray. And for lastly, I wanted to yeah. pray for my brother, Drew. He's going to start a new project. I'm asking for complete blessings and guidance to help him endure. And it's a complete success. All Please. right. I love you. Hey, Alicia, your prayers are powerful. I know you are a prayer warrior. Let's pray for your, your brother. We'll pray for your mother on her 94th. Wish her happy birthday from all of us here and pray for peace above all in the family. And I want to pray for those where there is division in the family, especially when it comes to finances or, you know, the estates or whatever it may be, businesses, family problems. Lord, I just, I, I please send that healing balm of your grace to unify, restore, and here, I'll give you everyone Alicia's intentions. Again, we turn to you with our own. You know what's best for us, so we trust in you as we pray. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of 
his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. All right, and I'd ask for your prayers too. I was thinking about this the other day. Satan hates what Relevant Radio is doing here. He hates especially what I'm doing. Uh, and Maggie, you may come under spiritual warfare and attack too. I see it manifest, and it comes in ways sometimes you don't expect. So if you could offer prayers for protection for all of us here, and in particular for, for Maggie and, and for me, I'd, I'd be grateful. I, I could feel the sting, those little darts from the evil one, you know, coming at times. And that's because what we're doing here is bearing such good fruit. When we pray this chapel together, when we spread devotion to God, when we shine light into that darkness, when we dispel some of those misconceptions and heresies, when we proclaim truth, he hates it. So... Um, Ask God to to pray for to show us His mercy as well. Monica is in Los Angeles, California. Hi, Monica. Good afternoon. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. I would like to pray for my seven-year-old son, Augustine. Um, he's been getting in trouble at school a lot, and um, he recently, last week, he made his first confession, oh, and then last night he stole money from <laughs> our babysitter's wallet. Oh, my. <laughs> Oh, boy. I know, living and then, up to and his name. About it. That's so exactly, funny, exactly right. And I'm living up to my name too. <laughs> oh my um, goodness! Him. <laughs> and so, let's pray for his healing. And when I take him back to confession this week on Thursday, I'll take him, and he does a good confession, and um, just that he gets healed, and yeah. for his protection and um, for his holiness. Well, he's young, and uh, yeah. a lot of grace, as we know, comes from that sacrament, and. And we'll certainly pray for him, all right? And uh, well, if there's anything else that's motivating this kind of behavior, then we pray that it comes to light and it's remedied. But if he's just being a young boy, testing boundaries, Lord, I just, uh, we dedicate him to your mercy right now. We just ask that you protect him with your merciful rays and that you allow him to grow and fulfill the great mission in life that you have created for him. St. Augustine, we ask you to pray for us, St. Monica, pray for us, and in particular for Monica from Los Angeles, his mother who... Loves your child very much. Uh, Fernando is in Stockton, California. Let's add him to the mix today, too. Hi, Fernando. Good afternoon. Hi, uh, hi Drew. Thank you hey. so much for taking my call. You're welcome. Uh, my intention is for myself and my son, who have lost our job mm. uh, since last year, and uh, we're having a lot of trouble finding a job. So I pray and uh, I offer these intentions for yeah, both sorry. of us. It's hard. Yeah, when you don't have money, when you can't find work, it's really, it's, it's difficult to trust. It's really difficult, correct, yes. Yeah, it is. I know, it can rob you of all your to. hope. Hey, Fernando, kind of my personal prayers. Uh, when I leave the studio today, uh, a couple hours here, I'll stop by my chapel, which is literally outside where I'm broadcasting here. It's uh, just a few feet away. Uh, there's a child Jesus in there, the infant of Prague. I will intercede for you and your um for your son and i'll also go to saint joseph for you today okay so prayers for you i know what it's like to to wonder how you're going to pay the bills provide for the family and, and go from there um you know, mother Teresa, who relied on god's providence she she once said you know do not let the anything disturb you you know put everything in the sacred heart of of jesus and, and take each day begin every day with joy so uh every day's a new beginning right there's something new is going to open for you i believe that and, uh, Lord, I just pray for the perfect opportunity, uh, one filled with providence and blessing. I give to you everyone who's on hold with me, everyone who's united with me in prayer, 
all the needs and the wants and the desires. I pray for that mother contemplating taking the life of her child, that person thinking about taking their own life. I want to pray for those, Lord, who are living in impure, immoral lifestyles. I want to pray for those struggling financially, those with health, those in their relationships, Lord. And I just, just ask that you show mercy today to the cries of your children. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God. Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal God, in whom mercy is endless and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible, please look kindly upon us and increase your mercy in us so that in difficult moments we may not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Our Lady of Champion, pray for us. Mother of Mercy, pray for us. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. Our Lady Reconciler of peoples and nations, pray for us. Virgin Most Powerful, pray for us. Saint Joseph, pray for us. Saint Faustina, pray for us. Saint John Paul II, pray for us. Saint Peregrine, pray for us. Saint Jose Maria Escriva, pray for us. Saint Patrick, pray for us. St. Monica and Augustine. Pray for us. <laughs> Blessed Michael Sopochko. Pray for us. Venerable Samuel Mazzucchelli. Pray for us. All you angels and saints. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. What is coming up next? Let me take a quick peek. Oh, this is an interesting story. Modest warming, right? Increases in CO2 levels we're going to talk about. And whether or not that actually might be a good thing. For the planet, for the crops, for the economies, and much more. So I hope you'll hang out with me. I'll dive into that. Plus, I'm going to talk, and I really hope you'll stay with me for this one coming up a little bit later, especially if you are a nurse or a first responder, you're in the medical community, or you had this experience. Just read an interesting piece about nurses who report what encounters on the deathbeds of those who are dying, the the, the the encounters before they cross from this side of the veil to the next. I'm going to share some of those. I want to hear from yours as well. But um, pray for me. Share the chapel with others. We pray every day this time. Make sure you tell one other person about it. We'll build our spiritual family. And get back to me on how God is working because miracles are happening today. That's Drew at RelevantRadio.com. D-R-E-W at RelevantRadio.com. I'll be right back. Your daily dose of faith, hope, and charity. The Drew Mariani Show. On Relevant Radio. Thanks to network sponsor PushPay. PushPay offers parishes a platform for tracking donations and sacraments, overseeing schedules, mobile apps to help manage your administrative load, and much more. Info at relevantradio.com slash pushpay. 
That's relevantradio.com slash pushpay. So as we look at all the records, a lot of locator icons indicating all the records that were broken and even shattered in a lot of cities, this is going to be one of the most dramatic temperature swings that we have felt in a long time. It's the Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Yeah, is the weather confusing you just a little bit? That's crazy, right? Crazy weather. I, I don't know where you are are listening right now. I mean, down uh, in Dallas, I heard they had, uh, I think it was a 93-degree temperatures I had seen. Uh, in the city of Chicago, they had hit 74 yesterday. Uh, and then temperatures plummeted down into the single digits. I mean, you're talking about a 70-degree change in, in temperatures in some parts of the country. Uh, unbelievable what we're seeing from the west coast to the east, from north to south. And uh, this is the mental, this is the middle of the winter, right? It's still wintertime. It's February. It's, it's wild. Weather right now is odd. Uh, I'm not complaining, though. I don't mind the warm weather so much. Minnesota has had its warmest winter on record. That's the land of, uh, what, 10,000 lakes? It's, it's talking about the frozen trun- tundra. Uh, a of what? 10,000 lakes, right? Is it 10,000? 10,000 lakes. Patrick, my call screener was back saying 1,000. Pretty sure it's 10,000 lakes. Um, the upper Midwest uh, going through a, uh, a temperature roller coaster ride right now. And uh, according to Fox Weather, uh, there's been 232 daily record temperatures that were set or tied. Or I, I think five monthly records that have been set for the month. So they're talking about shattering records, setting new records. Uh, as I said, some saw their hottest February day on record. Omaha was another one of those. 80 degrees. Des Moines, you were at 78. Uh, where else? Oh, Fort Hood, Texas. That's right. They reached 100 degrees. Are you kidding me? It's February. So pretty wild. And, of course, we got dry air, high winds. Uh, there are wildfires. The Texas han- panhandle right now seeing a lot of those. The weather's pretty pretty extreme. So what's going on? Is it climate change? You know, is it carbon emissions? What is it? You hear about these temperatures. You hear about these wild swings. And you hear that they're caused by climate change, the amount of carbon dioxide that's in the atmosphere. CNN reported on scientists saying that that giant ice sheet, you know, the one that's the size of Florida, that uh, they dubbed it the doomsday glacier. Well, they're saying it's in, in well, it's in Antarctica, and they're worried it could completely separate and then melt. And if that happens, they say it would cause the sea levels to increase, to rise around the world by two feet. That's a lot. I mean, two feet is pretty significant. They they also said that the sheet holds back a larger sheet, and they'll if the larger one collapsed, it would raise sea levels ten feet. That would change coastlines all over. So with news like that, what do you have happen, right? The reaction to it is you've got politicians, scientists in the league trying to do everything they can now to cool the planet. There's even a proposal to send up a giant uh, sail into space that would block some of the sunlight coming to Earth. I mean, they've put out some of these zany ideas. But um, here's a wild thought, and I'm going to talk to Anthony Watts about it. He's been with us in the past. I'm just tossing it out. I, I always want to be on the right side of issues, whether it's immigration or climate change or whatever the issue might be. Uh, what if this warming is actually good for the planet? What if it's actually good for humans? 
you know, we have a former commodity uh, trader and a meteorologist, a guy named uh, Mike McGuire, who's frequently been on the program. He's always advocated for that. In fact, humanity prospers when it's warmer. You know, it, we don't do so well when it's when it's when we're frozen. Uh, so, if the increased CO two is actually good for the planet, I I want to know about it, and I want to I want to champion that. Plants, you know, plants love carbon dioxide. They they thrive on it. It's certainly good for us. Uh, let me bring in Anthony Watts. He is also a meteorologist, a fellow of the Heartland Institute, and the creator of the What's Up with That, the world's most viewed website on climate. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Again, it's What's up with that.com and Watts is spelled W A T T S W A T T S Watts up with that.com. Anthony, good to talk to you once again. Good afternoon, sir. Hi there. Good afternoon. So, uh, doomsday glaciers melting, raising sea levels. That's scary. Uh, bizarre weather in February, record temperatures shattered and, and, and being set. Um, what, what's going on? Um, can it be right that a warming planet could actually be good for humans? And, you know, we don't know that much, the cycle of this weather, how long it lasts, whether we'll be in a cooling cycle soon. Break it down for us. Well, there's a lot of questions in there, so let me just take them one by one. First of all, I want to ask you a question. What sure. is weather and what is climate? Uh, I would argue climate would be uh, an overall geographic um, series of uh, weather e events and temperatures, whereas weather is a changing pattern of, of those things over a specific geographic area, a much smaller one. Pretty close, pretty close. Weather is something that happens in the matter of uh, minutes to hours to days. Yeah. Climate is something that happens over an established time period of 30 years as established by the World Meteorological Organization, and all climate scientists agree. Things that happen in the short term, such as a cold front pushing warm temperatures ahead of it and then plunging cold air down into the uh, Midwest, is weather. It's not climate. And climate is an average of all of the weather that's occurred over the past 30 years on a daily basis. That's exactly how you get a climate trend. You add up all of the average temperatures from all of the days in 30 years and to come up with that trend line. Mm. So what's happening here is that the planet is just doing what it normally does. The planet does normally have extremes. Weather is chaotic. Weather is not linear. And climate is also chaotic by extension because climate is an extension of weather measurements over 30 years. So the planet is just doing what it's designed, is it what it's always done? And that is it creates sometimes very pleasant, mundane, mild weather that goes on for days or weeks. And occasionally something will happen where weather will become very active and you'll see large swings in temperature, large swings in rainfall large swings in snowfall. That's all normal, and it's all happened before. I would point out that we only have about 150 years of good temperature records for uh, the world. Yeah. Most of it's in the United States, by the way, because that's where climate monitoring started. But the bottom line is, is that the planet's not doing anything abnormal. And I would also point out that this so-called doomsday glacier in Antarctica mm -hmm. We've only had the ability to watch this thing for about 40 years or so, the, uh, the satellite era. Before that, who the hell knows what it did? There's no records. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I've heard so about how that. How do we know? 
I've heard about yeah. that before, too, with other glaciers where they were, they were saying, oh, my gosh, this, this ice sheet is melting, it's melting, it's melting. They went back a year or two later, and it had grown because it had frozen again, and, and it had expanded by a much larger portion. You know, I've heard from other meteorologists as well that, you know, when, when the planet warms, you know, studies suggest that we've got, and I'm talking about modest warming here, that uh, CO2 levels can enhance the growth of certain crops in certain regions. Uh, that You know, mortality yes, rates drop because, um, you know, humans do better in warmer weather than they do in colder. And economic opportunities uh, expand as well. So there are some advantages to this. What do you make of this giant push? And I think people probably operate from a good place, that they're concerned about the future of the planet and that will hit a tilting point and, and uh, you know, the human race can be compromised as a result of that. Um, what do you make of this push? We've got this Green well, Deal being pushed, and I, I'm even seeing now Germany and other people starting to back out of it. Or Poland, I saw. It was a news report this morning because farmers there are saying, hey, this is ridiculous, the, the, the burdens you're putting on, a, on us as a result of it. Give me your take on that because I know some people are now reaching a point where they're saying, ah, we can't do it. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people that have re basically reaching the fed up point, including people that used to buy electric cars. They're they're pretty much done with them because they don't work. But the bottom line here is is that warmer is better. Humans have historically been more um, successful during warmer periods in history, and they have been um, oppressed during colder periods. For example. There's something called the Roman Warm Period that happened during the time of Christ. Well, that's when, you know, lots of good things happened. Lots of change occurred. The Roman Empire expanded because of the warmth. Now, not necessarily saying the Roman Empire was good, but humanity expanded. And this has been true every time you look at history. When you look at the major famines, like the potato famine in Ireland, or the period when we had, uh, you know, the Dark Ages and the Black Death. These were all cold, wet, rainy periods where crops would not grow, where human abundance was diminished. And so warmer is better for humans. And I would also say that humans are hugely adaptable. We have people living in every continent of the planet. We've got people living above the Arctic Circle. We've got people living in Antarctica. We've got people living in the, the Gobi Desert. We've got people living in Bahrain, where the temperatures reach 120 degrees on a daily basis. You know, we've got people living in Chicago, where it's cold during the winter. And we've got people living in Miami, where it's warm during the winter. People are adaptable. And so this idea that climate change is going to kill us all is a giant load of propaganda. All right, let's take a few calls for you. Oh, I can take a break. Uh, hold the thought, Anthony. I'm up against the clock. When we come back, uh, if you're on hold, I'll get you on the air. I only have my guests maybe another 10 or 15 minutes, but if you want to join the conversation, if you've got a question, you agree or disagree, feel free to dial in. The number here for you, 888-914-9149. 888-914-9149. We're back with more right after this. The Drew Mariani Show. Connected. Connected. Relevant Radio. Join Father Rocky and Bishop Frank DeWayne this Wednesday, February 28th at 7 p.m. Central for a special broadcast of the Family Rosary Across America on the road live at Ave Maria University, our proud sponsor. Video stream on Relevant Radio's app and at relevantradio.com slash rosary. That's relevantradio.com slash rosary. The severe weather and tornadoes outside of Chicago last night. 
everything's connected, folks. I mean, West Virginia, they are in an outlook for severe weather today as well as flash flooding. Yeah, they had uh, Terminal C where people were ducking in there for a Midway O'Hare. We had one-inch size hail reported at least with a tornado warning. It was right there in Chicago O'Hare. It's the Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Yeah, a lot of people this month asking questions. What's going on? Is this climate change? 100-degree temperatures in certain parts of Texas, records set in the Midwest, strange storms. Uh, I thought today we'd take a look at it. Um, Anthony Watts joins us, W-A-T-T-S, and um, I hope you'll check out his website, What's Up With That? It's his last name, W-A-T-T-S, and uh, it's an excellent site when it comes to exactly what we're talking about. And I just thought, you know, with this narrative of doom and gloom, that we're hearing right now. I, I, I saw an article. It, it was um, it's written by, uh, oh gosh, a guy named Gregory Wrightstone. He's a uh, seasoned geologist. And uh, the mind behind a very convenient warming, how modest warming and, and more CO2 can benefit humanity. It was a really interesting piece. And I thought, well, what if the doom and gloom wasn't as bad as the world makes it out to be? What, what if it led to hope and growth and prosperity? And he presents this really compelling case, one that stands, I think, in stark contrast to so many of the headlines that we're exposed to, right? He says, contrary to the popular belief, the earth and its inhabitants are thriving, not just surviving. He says, in the face of warming and increased levels of CO2, from bolstered crop growth that feeds our growing population to to a decline in extreme weather events. And he goes on and he basically invites people to look at the data. He says, look at the data. So the question I'm asking today is how does that narrative hold up against the prevailing winds of climate concern? Always want to be on the right side of that. And as I said, so glad to have with me a very gifted meteorologist, a fellow of the Heartland Institute, the creator of the What's Up With That, Anthony Watts. Anthony, thanks for being here. Let's jump right into the phones. We'll take a few calls here as we know how quickly time is going to go. Um, I'm going to go to Camila in Skiesville, Maryland. Uh, she's joining us right now. Hi, Camila. Good afternoon. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. And it's Sykesville, Maryland. Sorry. And my uh, apologies there. Camilla, thanks for being with us. Okay. Um, when I used to work, I'm old now. I'm in my 70s. But when I used to work, I was an environmental attorney. And it used to make me crazy when people talked about global warming and all this stuff. You know, we're still coming out of the Little Ice Age when Washington crossed the Delaware. That's what they called it, the Little Ice Age. And, you know, it's just crazy to think God's not in charge. For heaven's sakes, he's God. Thanks, Camilla. Anthony, I'll let you respond. I mean, we, we see, like, we've only been tracking, we only have re- re- weather records, what, 180 years, 160? How long is it? 300 years? How far do they go back? Yeah, not very far. Uh, We have some anecdotal stuff that goes back, you know, a few hundred years. But in terms of actual temperature measurements that are accurate, only about 150 years at best. And see, here's the thing. The Earth is far much older than modern human civilization. And so we have a very small segment of weather records compared to the total experience of weather on the Earth. Who's to say that in the year 900, in the United States of America before it was that, we didn't have similar kinds of events where the place that is now Dallas hit 93 degrees, you know, and then in a few hours it dropped to 40 degrees. Who's to say that didn't happen in 900 A.D.? No one. We've got no records of it. And so a lot of this stuff is just 
emotional hype. But when you look at the data, we find that extreme temperatures are not increasing. Tornadoes are actually not increasing, but there's the appearance of them increasing along with thunderstorms and so forth because we've got cell phones in the hands of virtually every citizen. And with one phone call, you can make a call to CNN or whatever and say, hey, I've got a live tornado on the ground and they'll put it on the air. It's that easy. 50 years ago, you didn't have that, you know? And so the reporting of severe weather has increased dramatically, making the appearance that it's getting worse when it isn't. The actual data shows that the number of tornadoes in the United States is actually going downwards. It's the same with hurricanes. And so in virtually every bit of of severe weather you look at, you will find that it does not hold up to the no. narrative that the mainstream media pushes. Anthony, let me throw one thing at you, though. I mean, what about the emissions that the planet is putting out now globally, all that CO2, having any impact on the environment? We, maybe historically we didn't have this level of man-made uh, emission. Is that tilting things at all? I'm not worried about it, and I don't think it's necessarily tilting things. I would point out that during the last Ice Age, we came dangerously close to losing all plant life on Earth. Mm -hmm. The reason? In the atmosphere, you need, at the absolute bare minimum, 150 parts per million of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere to sustain photosynthesis, the things that make plants grow, the thing that makes the algae in the oceans go. If we didn't have that, everything in the plant world would die. And we came very close. We came down to around 170 to 180 parts per million during the last ice age. We have since gone up to around 420 to 425 parts per million. And plants are thriving. Crops are actually being enhanced. The United States or the area of the world that's increased its greening over the past 30 years as measured by satellites has increased by an area the size of the United States. And it's been attributed to CO2 fertilization in greenhouses. Wow. Greenhouse operators actually employ CO2 generators to create CO2 to nourish the plants, and they put out levels of 2,000 to 5,000 parts per million. Well, Anthony, so, No, I'm not worried about it. I'll tell you what, we only have a few minutes. I want to try to grab a few calls. A lot of people waiting to talk to you. George is a former airline pilot. He's in Delafield, uh, Wisconsin. Love to get his take. George, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. I just was going to point out a couple things here. I mean, in all the years I was flying, I've got 45 years of doing this stuff as a retiree, and I got to look down on the ground, and I can see where the great flood happened. But that being said, okay, we're talking about uh, we can't even track hurricanes in real time with sound buoys and all that kind of stuff. How can you take a computer model, which is exactly what it is, feed information, and if you put the wrong information into it, you're going to climate models that don't make any sense. And how many times have those been wrong? Furthermore, let's take a look at the Farmer's Almanac. Okay, that's been around for years, and (laughs) they said it's 80% correct. I don't know. But, you know, why even sell the thing anymore if that's the case? I put it out there. I love it. Thank you so much, George, for the call. Appreciate it. Anthony, I'll let you respond. Well, you know, I'll take the Farmer's Almanac over climate models for predicting weather every day of the week and twice on Sunday. All right. I love it. George, thanks. Bill's in St. Paul, Minnesota. Good afternoon. Hey, how are you, Anthony? Drew, this is great. I love this conversation. My question on temperature is, well, what's it supposed to be? But uh, here's my question for you, an observation I think almost any third grade science teacher has done for their students. When we talk about the glacier melting and catastrophic, you know, events happening from that because elevation and sea level, 
well, if, if you, there is no model that supports that, that occurring for this reason. Take a pool, whatever size, put the ratio of ice in there that that would uh, amount to. And as the ice melts, it fills the hole that it was consuming as a solid. How people think right. that the ocean levels can rise by ice is beyond me, you know, because it. it okay, well, there's, so there's a distinction you need to understand. And everybody who's ever been to a restaurant and asked for a glass of water understands this. If you've got ice in your water right. and it melts, the water all of a sudden does not overflow the rim of the glass. Mm -hmm. So that's what you're talking about. But a glacier that's on land right. contains ice that's not in the ocean, and that will add to sea level. But here's the thing. Every, every winter, more ice is being built up on these glaciers. For example, in Greenland, they took a P-38 wartime fighter out of, the, uh, out of the ice. It was 250 feet down wow. since it landed in 1942. That's wild. Hey, uh, Anthony, thank you. I always enjoy our conversations. We'll have you back. Anthony Watts is a meteorologist, a fellow of the Heartland Institute, the creator of the What's Up With That, the most viewed website on climate. You can check it out, whatsupwiththat.com. Stay with me. I got another report for you. You're going to want to hear it. Stay.